0: welcome back to the show ladies and gentlemen I am your host Blake Rafino this is are you serious sports we hope that you are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Everyone that's listening to us on the podcast with our good partners over believe we greatly appreciate you joining the show all comments read on the live show come from Facebook and Twitter. so always come and join our shows live on Facebook Twitter and YouTube at 7 p.m. Central time. The comments. Dylan Landry, you got beat tonight, bro. You got beat tonight, Dylan. Colin Thibodeau on Facebook Live beat you. Colin says, let's do the thing. Dylan Landry says, let's go. James Washington says, early? Am I? I thought I started at seven on the dot. Let's see. Uh Gerard says at least getting a good LSU guy on the Saints. At least helps ease the pain of LSU. Yeah. Quan Alexander traded from the San Francisco 49ers to the New Orleans Saints. Mark LaGrange says, Let's go. Appreciate all of you joining in. Marvin Mackey says, Rudy Pooh. <laughs> yeah, it's been Rudy Pooh around here. Guys, you can call into the show 225 435 93. That's 225-435-9387. Do us a favor, all 61 of you, hit the retweet, like, and share on Facebook. Share into some groups, as always. We'll greatly appreciate it. But we got a good show in store for you tonight. I want to hear a lot of your feedback. If you want to call in, I will give you the ability to do so. And tell me what you think about what happened this past Saturday. Now, There was some good news over the last week in reference to recruiting. You got Jack Beck, the three-star wide receiver, 6'2", 215 pounds, out of Lafayette, Sage Ryan. We're going to talk a lot of depth in just a second about Sage Ryan and how even that goes into the complexity of what's going on at LSU, y'all. The complexity of you almost losing Sage Ryan. We will talk about that as well. Also, I'm going to break down the game. What did I see? What is my tell the truth Monday? What are my 10 things? Some things you're not going to like, but it needs to be told. And it might make some people upset, but it's just the God's honest truth, and that's why you call it Are You Serious Sports? The God's honest truth. All right, before we get to some of y'all's comments, yes, we're talking about the Saints and, their break, and the breakdown of that game God, they give me a heart attack every single week. But before we get to that, guys, you got to go check out our good friends over at GM Varnado and Sons. GM Varnado and Sons has faithfully been serving your denim springs in Bat Rouge area for over 62 years. With their highly trained technicians, there's absolutely nothing that they can't do. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, truck repair, routine maintenance, tire repair, tire replacement, tire sales, and any. Automotive repair you need Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. 2500 Florida Boulevard, Denham Springs, Louisiana. Give them a call today at 225 664 9992. That's 225 664 9992. And tell them Blake Ruffino over at AYS sent you. And if your car is a little too damn beat up, go see the number one car salesman and all uh, our Ford salesman in the state of Louisiana. I thought my guy Woody Clark was making it up, but he's not. You see the plaques there. 225-603-5432. That's 225-603-5432. Go see him over at Robertson's Brother Ford 114- 11455 Airline Highway in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and tell him your, your friend, Blake Rufino at AYS, sent you. Okay, I see some of the comments. David says he's finally out of Facebook jail. Uh, preach brother, Josh Taylor, one of my former coaches has South Alabama scheduled us on their homecoming game yet. No, they haven't. Blake McGraw, my good friend. What's up, Blake? He says, I'm opting out. Oh, got to get back to the basics, make some young hires and win this team back over. Of, youngs of uh, lots of young, loads of young talent. Blake, let me, let me start off here because you know, you guys tune in because I sit here and rant my ass off. Let me start here. I've been hearing for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks that Blake, this team's just too young. They have young talent all across the board, and they do. Can you guys tell me what this sounds like? Jacoby Stevens, Glenn Logan, Ali Gay, Neil Farrell, Damone Clark, Micah Baskerville, Todd Harris, Derek Stingley, Ed Ingram, Terrence Marshall, Austin Dekulis, Chris Curry, who started against Oklahoma, Ty Davis Price, John Emery, John T. Kirkland. Who's been there for four years? The number one corner in the nation. Eli Ricks. Andre Anthony, who's a fifth-year senior. Do I need to continue? Do I need to continue? Mo Hampton, that also got a lot of playing time. No, my shirt's not inside out. No, my... Sh- Bro, your shirt is inside out. No, big dog. It ain't inside out, says Stephen Miller, text me up on the hotline. No, dog. You better, you, I know you've been drinking. <laughs> Stephen Miller just texted me and said that my shirt was inside out. No, I don't think so, dawg. No, we got the Columbia right here. It's the lighting. It's the lighting, Steve. But you guys want to continue to tell me that this team has young talent? Where on the defense? Oh, well, Blake, you got a true freshman corner starting. What was Derek Stingley last year? Remind me. Remind me what he was. Now, I posted this picture on Twitter, and I should have posted it on Facebook. Jacoby Stevens, in the open field, got stiffed armed by Bo Nix for a touchdown. A lot of people are coming on their shows. They have the opinion, and they're right to their opinion. And I am not going to push it back on coaching right now. Listen to me. At some point, at some point, we have been bitching about coaching for four years. Whole weeks. Y'all do know that South Carolina beat Auburn two weeks ago, right? Like, we understand that South Carolina beat Auburn two weeks ago and put 52 points on the board. Guys, newsflash. You can't get more simple than what they're doing on defense right now. Man coverage across the board. And then Ed Orsrion comes on today on uh, on his press conference and says, hey, man, hey, guys are getting confused. Confused about what? Now, I heard a lot of you. I heard a lot of you saying promote Corey Raymond to defensive coordinator. I think Corey Raymond's a damn fine young coach. A damn good coach. DBU, right? LSU's DBU. But he can't even communicate with Bill Bush and the safeties. What makes you think that he's going to be able to communicate on all the other 11 players that are on the field on what it is that they need to do? Bo pellini has got to take the blame for a lot that's going on. Now, I've given you guys a platform. I've taken your phone calls. I've listened to what you said. But at some point, at some stupid point, we have to sit here and be realistic that you have no heart. Ed Orgeron, Where is it? Because let me tell you something. Against Mississippi State, when you got three years ago, when you got your teeth kicked in, you made sure that your players knew and the next week they trotted their happy butts out there and they won you a damn football game. Has any of you ever seen the movie The Replacements? Do you remember when uh, Martel, the quarterback, came in for Shane Falco and at halftime, the coach hits his chest? Hart. Let me type this out. And I want you guys to understand the pun that I'm about to throw in here. Miles and miles of heart. Where's the heart? Michael Ray, thank you, my friend. Just like the Troy loss, you got clapped by Troy and the next week you go out and be in a ranked Florida? You had a guy in Devin White who came out the week before or the week that you were going in to Gainesville to play Florida and said, this ain't going to fly, y'all. It ain't going to fly. By the way, Twitter blocked my, this right here, by the way. Twitter said, I can't say miles and miles of heart. Miles Brennan, I'm going to send this to you and we're going to cut it up. Miles and miles of heart. It's time to step up. It's time for somebody to step up. If you're on that coaching staff, step up. If you're a player on that staff or on that team, step up. Because I have the entire defensive lineup and defensive roster right here, and I see six seniors that are starting. Six. Don't tell me this team's young. <laughs> I like Blake's mad face. At some point somebody's got to come in that locker room like Joe Burrow and find the biggest, baddest dude in that locker room and say, hey, Devin White, I know that your biceps are bigger than watermelons, but you know what, big dog? This is my team now. Get on my program because this is my time and you play for my team. Thank you, Billy. I appreciate that. But for the life of me, for the life of me, all of you saying Corey Raymond needs to be the DC, make sure that he can figure out how to communicate with Bill Bush and how he can communicate with corners and safeties. You want to know the truth? You want to see this entire? Now let's get into the coaching. You want to talk about the entire coaching staff? You almost lost Sage Ryan. Sage Ryan, the five-star defensive back out of Lafayette, whose uncle played at LSU, who actually left LSU because the guy that was coaching him at the time, Nick Saban, who's now at Alabama, he didn't like. Arguably, outside of Joe Burrow, maybe top two, top three best players of all time, Kevin Falk, who's on the staff, and you almost lost him to Alabama because of why? Why did you almost lose him? Because you have no focus. You can block me on Twitter. You can report me on Twitter. You can report me on Facebook. At some point, at some point, we have to sit here and talk about what is realistic with this team. You almost lost Sage Ryan because of miscommunication. Not because Alabama is a dynasty. Not because Nick Saban is probably the best coach of all time and try to get Sage Ryan. How do you de- how do? How you d- uh, defend Sage Ryan almost going to Alabama? Well, Blake, you didn't go. That's all you've been telling me. Blake, you didn't go. And I get that. Congratulations, but you almost lost him. Appreciate see all the comments, Phil Tittle, and all the seniors need to come back next year because they stink. I'm not going to go that far. I here's the thing: they don't stink. <laughs> they don't always stink. Ed mentioned this today in his press conference. We got to make sure guys come back. This show is is filtered through. To to all 97 of people that are listening right now on all three platforms, my frustration is their frustration. And their frustration filters through this show. So you know what? You want me to come out and say it? Here it is on a silver platter, Jack. Oh, we're building a championship program. What? What? You can't line up in man-to-man and you're saying you're only a couple steps away from winning another natty? Mr. Fajoko, I greatly appreciate that, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. But let me take the time to say this. We need leaders like his son. (laughs) Brain Fajoko, the leadership that he showed last season, Guys, Brain Fajoko was a star on Hard Knocks because of what? Leadership. Mr. Fajoko, thank you very much, sir. I appreciate you telling, saying those kind words. Michael Ray, I see only OL on the recruiting board, by the way. I see only OL on the recording. Oh, offensive lineman got absolutely demolished. Look, I've been on this show defending them. They ran for a yard per carry. One yard per carry. Good job. But here's another thing. Here's another thing. Hey, who did you only beat three uh, by three points last season? Oh, Auburn. That's right. So the best offense of all time got held out to 23 points and only won by three. Blake, it was a sloppy field. Sloppy field, my rear end. Kevin Steele in that Auburn defense brought it to that ass. That's what happened last year. You had a guy in the name of Joe Burrow who came out there and said, you know what, this is daddy's team. And this is daddy's national championship. And you ain't taking this, Heisman. And you ain't taking this, Natty. And you ain't taking this away from me. Nope. As Draymond Green... The fourth man for the Golden State Warriors would say, nope. We need innovation in the run game and pass game, so Scott Linehan is stealing money from LSU. Can't convert the ball on third down. I mean, Vic is right here on YouTube in the comments saying, I mean, how many times did Clyde Edwards-Lair catch the ball out of the backfield? (laughs) It's an extension of the running game. Clyde Edwards-Alaire had the biggest catch on third down and maybe, maybe in LSU history when he catches it off of his shoelace on third and three and gets a first down. Ah, Mark Lorraine Okay, I see what you're saying. Only one offensive line in the recruiting class. They're probably going to get another one or two. They need a couple more. Uh, Blaine Smith on Facebook live says been saying that no less than four offensive linemen in each class. I agree with you. Nick Grudger says, what's up, Blake? LSU has no leaders. At least there's fire on the, there is no fire on the sidelines. And Ed talked about that today. Congratulations. Shay Dixon. Shea Dixon said, coach, Shea Dixon of all people came out and said, coach on the sidelines, it seems dead. Guys, you do realize that LSU was down to Auburn three years ago, 20 to nothing, and Danny freaking Etling and Russell Gage, let me repeat, the two LSU Tigers that led you back from a 20-0 deficit, Danny Ettling and Russell Gage. Now, Russell Gage is showing some stuff in the NFL. By the way, he's, my, he's one of my sly guys in my fantasy league. Just throwing that out there. Led you back on a Stefan Sullivan who's who took a jet sweep and got into the end zone. Who's now playing defensive end for Seattle in the NFL. Brought you back. But Blake, we have young guys. Hmm. Okay. But Blake, we got young guys. Remember, they're saying that now. But the last time I checked, Jacoby Stevens, Glenn Logan, a junior college transfer player, Ali Gay, Neil Farrell, Damone Clark, Michael Baskerville, Todd Harris, Derek Stingley, Andre Anthony. Guys, unless I'm going crazy, that's not young players. That's not young players. Now, let me bring up this comment. The 10th man. Yes, sir, uh, Mr. Corey Kaye. The 10th man, always strong. And Black Magic, Pine Proud, Washington Paris strong. That's true. That is true. Derek uh, Derek Dillon, hitting that quick little post, getting him into the end zone. Brandy Blake says, that's not young. But I want to get to this comment. Everyone joining us, we greatly appreciate everyone listening to the podcast on, with our good partners over at Believe. We appreciate it. Everyone join in the show. Hit the like and share and retweet on Facebook. Or on Facebook. On Twitter and and Facebook, hit the like and share. Matt Canada hurt his draft stock, Russell Gage. Matt Canada is leading the offense in the NFL that's undefeated. Let me repeat what I just said. Matt Canada is on the offensive staff and the quarterback's coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers. By the way, Chase Claypool, who's a wide receiver, has, I think, three rushing touchdowns off of jet sweeps. Throwing that out there. Uh, Beck and Sage going to be bring that fire. They better. Beck, man, Beck's definitely going to bring that fire. Hopefully Sage can too. But from an environment standpoint, guys, you already know, and girls, you already know the radio shows that I go on to. And texting with the host of those shows and texting with the, the guests that goes on those shows who cover the SEC. My phone is my camera, so I'd show it to you. But every single week I'm having getting text and phone calls saying, bro, you lost Sage Ryan? How did that happen? How is that a lack of focus? Michael Ray on Facebook says Jacoby is not a safety in his butt uh, in the ball bo- probably in the box and stay there. Man, Michael. I don't know how many linebackers, though, get stiff-armed by Bo Nix. A, a very erratic Bo Nix for a touchdown. We do know that Bo Nix was the number one rusher for Auburn and threw for over 300 yards. 300 yards. Stephen Miller says, I had some high draftable hopefuls lose some draft stock on Saturday big time. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Scarborough from TigerBait.com says, what in the uh, wide, wide world of sports is going on in here? Well, you missed a pretty fired uh, fireball uh, Rafino's rants here, Mike. Very, very fireball, if I do say so myself. Uh, David Sheffield says, what's wrong inside the locker room? He asked a question on Facebook. Well, let me tell you, there's no leadership. There's no heart. There's no bark. There's nobody calling people out. Guys, you know the story by now. Joe Burrow was going up to guys like Devin White, picking a fight, saying, this is my team. Who's that dog, man? Steven Miller always says this, and I think it's freaking hilarious. We got cats. We ain't got dogs. We got cats sitting at the door going, meow. I want dogs at LSU right now. You got them. It's in them. Here's the crazy thing. Guys, you are more talented. LSU is more talented than Mississippi State. They are more talented than Missouri. They are more talented than pretty much everybody on their stinking schedule right now. Yes, we can make the Auburn for Alabama. You're not even the freshman. You have more talent than all of those Rudy Poos. None of those Rudy Poos. You got players on InstaFace or Instagram laughing and joking after getting beat by 37 points. And here's another thing. For everybody who was talking to me about T.J. Finley, bringing it in. Oh, Blake, I told you he was bad. Boo, Rudy Poo, because you were in these comments saying, oh, my God, he's so great. Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Joe Burrow. Nobody would have done good last week against that team when that offensive line couldn't bust a grape with two somo wrestlers trying to hit themselves. How do I have more fire and fight than some of these kids on this team? Take the Let's take the kids out of it because it comes from the top down. When's the last time y'all saw Ed Orgeron absolutely blow a gasket on the sidelines? I want to be positive. Blow a gasket! You've been positive for five weeks now! Blow the gasket wide open! You guys don't like me saying this, but this is the truth. The God's honest truth. Nick Saban cursed a player out because he jumped off sides when he was up 41 to nothing. People at Alabama were saying that Pete Golden was a horrible-ass coach. Shutting out Mississippi State more than LSU can say. Clint Verbeek says, my bad, my dude, I missed the first 20 minutes, the darn kids. It's all right, brother. It's all good. You're going to want to probably go back and listen to the first 20 minutes, though, because I blow it. I, talking about blowing a gasket, I lost it. Um, Sam Bacon. Coach Sam Bacon. Russ, call. Step up, ball. <laughs> Phone number says Eric. Okay, Eric, here we go. 225 435 9387. Guys, if you want to call into the show, you can. It's right there. 225, right? Boom. Look at that. It's like magic 225 up oh, I messed up the phone call or I messed up the number 225 435 9387 there you guys go I'll post it right here I will post it right here there you go uh, Michael Ray says Coach scared of the transfer portal he uh, portal he blow blow a gasket mm. so what it got you Joe Burrow <laughs> say dog. It got you, Joe Burrow. Hey, let me tell you something. Somebody that was a starter in the beginning of the season used to be in that locker room and in those quarterback meetings with that guy, miles and miles of heart. I want to make this going. All uh, uh, 79 of you, miles and miles of heart, but smell miles, M-Y-L-E-S. Not like miles, like less Miles. Good God, no. He don't even know how to throw a four pass. Good thing about him catching COVID is he can't pass it to anybody. all right I get fired up bro I get fired up I shouldn't have said that Uh, Bundy says that's why Nick's the goat yeah that's why he's the goat Uh, Josh Taylor says Clinton Blake had his good mad face on earlier go back and watch yeah Charles Rees from the Primetime Podcast what's up my friend he says rephrased it for you Blake Cocho had lost the locker room true oh man he's got the highly the highly ceiling says joseph as of today miles is better yeah he does have a high ceiling Corey Kaye says where's stingley dude is getting beat up uh well stingley's on youtube um vid- making videos so i'll leave it at that i'll leave it at that guys you can call in i know y'all just asking for the number but two two five four three five nine three eight seven um I, I've gone through all of this, and you guys have seen probably by now on Twitter my my Tell the Truth Monday. But here's where I kind of want to leave this here. Okay, everyone is talking about Bo Pelini, and I get that. But man, and look, I don't care really. Now I care. I don't like losing. I don't care, but man, it would be one thing if we were losing with young players and we've shown that you're starting 22, 19 of those guys are upperclassmen. I wouldn't mind. Oh, and by the way, in that list, I forgot Jabril Cox. There's another one. I wouldn't mind if we got beat by Auburn. This past Saturday, really and truthfully, wouldn't have minded. Here's what I do care about, though, moving forward. And why I care about it right now as much as I do is you're getting skull drugged. Guys, go back and look at all of the recruiting classes for LSU and tell me that the talent is not there. Somebody. Let's go right here. Tell me in the comments. Is anybody outside of Alabama and possibly Florida on your schedule any more talented than you are? Seriously. Name it. Is anybody in the SEC more talented than you are? Man, look. (laughs) Because at some point, when you go man-to-man coverage across the board and you're saying and your head coach is coming out on a Monday saying we're blowing calls, blowing them how? How? No fight. Dylan Landry says roster-wise, No. Talking about the talent. Roster-wise, there's nobody maybe outside of Alabama that's got more talent than you. Possibly, again, maybe a Florida on the offensive side, but their defense isn't any better. Bama is way more talented, I think. If we get better, we can give UF a great game. That's fine. After the season that we just had last year in 34 departures from LSU. I'm okay with them being 8-2, slipping up, even losing another game, and being 7-3 because you do have a lot of new faces. I am okay with that after coming, after coming off of a national title. That might just be me. I don't like losing, but that just might just be me. But guys, the realistic truth is, the realistic truth is, As you should at worst, at absolute worst, be 4-1. You can't run the football. You can't stop the run. If If you don't believe me and you think that this is all scheme, go look at all of the photos that we posted on Twitter. Please, God, go look at them. And pictures, look... As the old saying goes, the the sky and the eye don't lie. When you have guys in position to make plays at the line of scrimmage to bring a ball carrier down, how is that scheme? Somebody please tell me when you have three guys at the line of scrimmage with one ball carrier and he breaks loose in the open field, that that is scheme. Dylan Landry says, "I think we finished five and five. Dylan, if we're lucky, we'll go five and five. If we're with this team and the energy that they have, now <laughs> look, <laughs> I know that Ed Orsron is undefeated, you know, coming off of a loss, but that streak's about to probably get beat." Uh, Clint Verbeek says, "We will be all right. No way, last year was one of a uh, one year wonder. No, I, I agree with you there, Clint." Um, Vic on on YouTube says George Munoz should have been retained by Coach O needs to get Jarvis Landry to come talk to this team ASAP <laughs> Jarvis Landry gonna throw them hands like your boy Wims yesterday for the Bears who got that two game suspension thrown over on CJ Gardner Johnson look let me tell you something I don't mad. I'm saying look a lot but look I ain't that mad. <laughs> hey at least they got fight man Dan Mullen Y'all know when Kyle Trask got hit late in that game this past Saturday that Dan Mullen and that entire sideline went absolutely ballistic when their quarterback got hit. Do you think that that happened would happen for T.J. Finley or Miles Brennan? No, because T.J. Finley did get hit, hit after the uh, the whistle was blown. A penalty should have been thrown. His helmet got flown off and nobody was throwing them hands like they're Sylvester Stallone and Rocky Three going up against Glover Lane. We're about to get to some Saint stuff. Let's get to some of these comments. Joseph says four and six for this LSU's team. Uh, Charles Reeves from the Primetime Podcast says LSU has Auburn at the one and they couldn't contain Edge. Auburn gains twenty six. Yeah, the pictures on my phone fo- on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, Coach Josh Taylor uh, says based on Saturday's game, I'm not sure who else will beat me either. <laughs> me either. Uh, Doubt unlikely. On Periscope Twitter, says it doesn't. It didn't happen for Joe against UCF. I'm going to need to go look at that. I'm going to need to go look at that. But were they running after? I don't know. It's a good point, but I don't know. He says in, two th- or she or he, whoever, says in 2018, no, but they did it at Ole Miss when he got hit out of bounds. They did it at Texas A&M. They did it at Auburn. They did it at Florida. With all those late hits. That happened more, well more than it didn't happen. But when Kyle, when it happened to Kyle Trask, they went bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. That's how I remember how to spell bananas. That's that Franklinton education for you. Uh, when are we going to hear Blake rant about Sean Payton not running the, uh, the freaking clock down at the end of the game? I got to put that kid to bed. Um, we would talk about it, Coach, but Sean Payton blocked me on Twitter. Sean Payton blocked me on Twitter. So... Eric, <laughs> numbers right here, brother. That we sent it to you a little bit earlier. Numbers right there. I'll post it one more time. 225 435 9387. Guys, you can't call into the show. We will take your phone calls right here on AYS. Tell me what you think about the game on Saturday and the future of LSU and or some Saints, whatever you guys want to talk about. That's sports related. Yeah, coach. You blocked me on Twitter. Because I said, man, why are you putting Taysom Hill in the or Taysom in the game right there when Drew had completed nine straight passes? <laughs> Hit me with that hotline bling, says Stephen Miller. Clint Verbeek says, absolutely. Why not run the ball three times with the remaining timeout in OT? I don't know. Hey, they won the game. We'll we'll talk about some Saints stuff in just a second. Colin Thibodeau says Joe is built differently mentally when it comes to taking hits yeah he is yep he sure was i mean look we can continue we could continue could continue to talk about this team but i got my rant out i got you know <laughs> pretty much out what i needed to say but it here's another thing too guys before we get to some saints if I got to sit here, and if so, you got to bring somebody in. All right, we got a phone call. All right, you're on live with Blake Rafino and AYS. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to tonight? Hey, man, it's
1: Eric from hey. Vegas.
0: Hey, Eric, what's going on, man?
1: What's going on, man? I'm just I, I kind of curious. Uh, I, I've been looking at a lot of things. I see that Ed wants to build a championship team, and that kind of – that bothers me a lot. I'm just kind of wondering why he wants to do that and not build a dynasty. Can you, can you speak on that? Like Alabama, they build a dynasty. We don't.
0: Um, here's what I'll say, Eric. If you remember after the first national title for Alabama, they went 9-3 and three in the regular season. So to say that it is after our first national title, Just lo and behold, that Nick would go back out there and do what he did. It shows us that he didn't. And he even lost the game the following year. So it did take him a little bit of time to build that dynasty. However, I agree with you. It seems like, you you know, it seems as if that they don't have that fight that a Nick Saban team does.
1: No, we don't. We don't. So, and that's my position right now. It's like, why can't we. You know, continue what we we had. I I know we can't be what we were last year. I know that. Everybody knows we can't, right? But you can you can continue to build something other than just wanting to win a championship. Ed talked today. He said, We're gonna build a championship team. I think you build something for the future. You don't just look and, and try and build a championship team, you don't do that. That's not what Nick Saban does. He builds every day, every year. I just I just don't get that. Um. Well, Stephen Miller on Facebook Live
0: brings up a good point. They also don't have the kids and the underclassmen leave as early around Alabama and Clemson and even Ohio State, for that matter, as they do LSU. And I think that's a big factor. Actually, I've been barking up that tree for so long that I'm hoarse you got to get players to be retained at a program. Seniors, Travis Atien, just one of them included, came back for a senior year. I think that that's how you build dynasties. It's not just in the recruiting class, but being able to recruit your own team back onto the field, I think is number one, probably, if not the biggest thing, in building a dynasty and winning multiple national titles.
1: Correct. Correct, but my problem is is this. How how do they keep that, that gone, like that that motion gone? It it will not it it will not go away. They they continue to fight. Hello. All
0: right, we lost Eric there. All right, Charles Reese, you can call in, my friend, two two five four three five nine four or nine three eight seven 225-435-9387 before we get to another phone call though however let me get over to my good friend Mr. John Patton from Area Home Lending guys with all the help from the Federal Reserve it has pushed mortgage rates down to the lowest that they've ever been guys I cannot speak highly enough on Mr. John Patton talk to him again today if you're considering buying a new home saving money on a mortgage that you have now or even doing that cash out refi the timing has never been better with over 15 years of experience, I know that John will do the best job for you. If you mention this show through the end of the month, John will send his team out for a free appraisal. 225-663-2500. That's 225-663-2500. Tell Blake Ruffino over at AYS sent you. Um, I had a phone call here. Okay. We got Mr. Charles Reeves from the Primetime Podcast on the Hotline. Charles, what's up?
2: What's up, man? It's uh, it's dark and gloomy these days, huh?
0: <laughs> I don't know how much you caught of the show already today, Charles, but uh, yeah, and you got some pretty ticked off people, but yeah, I, it's pretty gloomy.
2: I I mean, look, but at the end of the day, can you blame anybody because? look it's one thing to lose a game, you lose against Troy, you lose against Mississippi State in years that you know you thought the program was ascending or going getting better, maybe a turnaround, but you come off a national championship season and you have a team that doesn't give effort. there's no excuse for that at the end of the day
0: none like Charles, there's zero excuse like I could see. How do I say? It? I could see a half of football where that happens, a la Alabama versus the Citadel a couple of years ago, right? Like stuff like that's gonna happen, okay? But then they come out and refocus and score fifty unanswered points, but through five games, Charles, it's
2: it it's unheard of, and it's like week one, right? We look at it and we say, oh, man, no in-game adjustments. All right, you come back, you beat Vanderbilt. Then you come and lose to Missouri. And I, I tried to call you after that Missouri game, because that was right there with you, saying, you know, not only was the defense bad, but the Scott Linehan hire was awful. Well, then all of a sudden you beat South Carolina. Oh, maybe things are turning around. Let's go play an Auburn team that, at the end of the day, talent-wise, you're better than. An Auburn team that, in my opinion, is not that good, should have lost to Ole Miss. And you get the brakes beaten off of you, and you've got guys that have no effort at the end of the game. And not only that, look, this game was close at the end of the first quarter. I mean, it was neck and neck, and win probability. Yeah, they were tied, right? They were tied at the end you, of the first just quarter. You don't have it, you know?
0: No, they don't. Charles no
2: one scored, right? And
0: I, Charles, how do they fix it's crazy. it? You know, it's like crazy man. How does how do they fix this going forward? Because I mean, there's a disconnect. There's no fire. There's no fight how do you fix it moving forward? Like, what do they have to do?
2: They have to get guys in there that are going to put effort forward. If it's freshmen, play the, the freshmen. I mean, look, you talk about these recruiting classes. You had a good one last year. Get some of those guys playing time. If, if Miles Vernon comes back, look, I'm all for giving him playing time, but Miles Vernon's not the future. Let's, let's let TJ start. You know, let's let him finish the season out. And let's let guys go out there. They're going to put effort in. There's a reason why your two number 18s are no longer starters on this team, and that says a lot.
0: <laughs> and and even you know, there's the rumors. Now I don't know you know how true or not, but that Jacoby Stephens didn't want it. You know, like yeah, <laughs> no one can't like we've had people. Okay, and look, listen, I the number 18 thing to me, I think it's great, but you know, it's not like I get very like oh, my God, who's going to wear number 18? That's not me. However, however, I do kind of sit back and sit here and think sometimes too, Charles. Where's the guys that go in that, in, in Orgeron's office and says, I want it. You know, Jonathan Giles, for all of his bad stuff that he did, he walked into O's office and says, look, I've been balling out in practice, give me seven. At least he had the balls to go in there and say, I want it. Now, you know what happens on the field is what happens on the field, but you would imagine that somebody on this team would go in there and say, give it to me. This is my team, right? Like you would, nobody on this team has that in them.
2: Uh, And it's it's just crazy, because you came from a team that had so many leaders. And yes, look, Joe Burrow is a leader by himself, but you can't forget about the likes of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Lloyd Cushenberry. Uh, Richard Lawrence, where are the leaders that were on this team last year that are still on this team? Jacoby Stevens is one of them, and, and he's been invisible, absolutely invisible. A guy like Todd Harris I was excited to see also been invisible. It, it's Look, the 18s not playing much anymore these days is, is a problem in and of itself, but you said it earlier. This team is probably the third or fourth most talented roster top to bottom and they're playing like probably the second or third worst team in the league right now.
0: Charles, you ever heard the saying uh look like Tarzan, fight like Jane? You ever heard that?
2: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> is that not the epitome of this team right now?
2: It is. And it's <laughs> from the top to the bottom. Because the coaching staff is right there with them.
0: Last question, and we're we're gonna get to the Saints and then get and end the show. So, what do you, if your oars run, what do you do, Charles? Like, I mean, what do you do? Because you've got a lot of season left. You've got five games left. You can go two and eight, or you can turn this thing around right now. What do you do? What do you say in, those, in, in the football operations office?
2: Well, I'm bringing my leaders in one, and I think that's something that needs to do. I'm meeting with Scott Woodward and saying, Scott, can I get the money? I made a mistake again. And I'm sorry I made a mistake, but Bo Pelini needs to go. And really, maybe Scott Linehan should go too uh, because I haven't really seen much improvement on Scott Linehan's side. But, look, this is one of those things where Ogeron needs to swallow his pride because keeping Bo Pelini around next year isn't going to do anything. You know, people try to make the the comparison to when uh, Ogeron lost to Troy. That, oh, you know, people wanted to fire him then, and look what he did. Well, Ogeron's team improved after that week. Have you seen an improvement yet from Bo Pelini? Because I haven't. And it's, you know, they say they're going to simplify the defense. They're going to do this, do that. Man, I'm looking at this team, Blake. There's probably five or six guys in this defense that are going to be playing consistently on Sundays. And, and besides your cornerbacks and, and Ojalari and Gay, I mean, I've seen nothing from this defense. It's sickening. It, it really is sickening.
0: Charles... From the pro- Charles Reese from the Primetime Podcast. Charles, tell everybody where they can find all your stuff.
2: Primetime underscore pod uh, did a new thing with David Grubb coming out soon tonight. I think uh, we we broke a lot of things down, and uh, we live in a crazy world. You know, maybe LSU does beat Alabama, but uh, that'd be right on purpose. <laughs> it would be the huh? it would <laughs> be the most twenty twenty
0: thing of all time, bro.
2: <laughs> all right, Blake, take care.
0: All right, man, we'll bring you on soon. That's Mister Charles Reese from the Primetime Podcast. All right, let's get to some Saints stuff very quickly before we get out of here. Uh, we will take some Saints calls. Even though Sean Payton has blocked me on Twitter, we'll take some Saints calls. Number one, look, the Saints have won three or three games in a row. Now, I know they won four. But three games in a row where they've only won the game by three points. Three. Now, two of them had were in overtime. Okay? Now, When I sit here and think to myself, man, this team could easily, easily have that record flipped. Like no other questions about it that that record could flip. And you could be two and five. Because two overtime games, you've had really close games. Now, some games you walked away with and against teams that you should have. But, man, they're really playing this really tight. Now, they were still undefeated in the month of October. It seems to be the trend. Always in October, Sean turns his team around. But, guys, there's two things that worry the bejesus out of me and has been for a long time with this team. Number one, Marshawn Lattimore in his defensive back room. Oh, well, Blake, it's zone. Oh, well, Blake, he should have done this. B.S. He got twisted around like a bottle twice and had a touchdown called against him against uh, uh uh Allen Robinson. And he was right there on him, but just couldn't cover him. Remember the number one corner that you took in the draft? That guy. Remember him? He's still there. Two and thirteen on third downs. Two and thirteen. Alvin Kamara getting 5.5 yards per carry, and you're having third downs where it's third and three, third and four, and you're not running the ball or you're throwing screens to Alvin Kamara. Those are the two most known play calls of Sean Payton, y'all. Like, duh. However, however, I know that Dennis Allen is getting a lot of flack, and as he should at times. As he should. But at the same time, at the same time, when you hold a team in today's society and in today's NFL to 23 points on multiple occasions, you better win that game. You better win that game. Alvin Kamara going 12 carries for close to 70 yards. Nine catches, 99 yards. You're getting in the ball, which is fantastic. The good thing about this team, and the the thing that I like most about the Saints team, is you have some weapons that have been out, right? Mike Thomas has been out. Emmanuel Sanders has been out. You needed uh, Jared Cook to step up, and he did. Taysom Hill caught a big-time pass over the middle and scored. Had some big-time runs. You played a really tough Bears defense on the road, and you came out with a win. I had a lot of people ask me this question today because Quan Alexander, the really good linebacker from the San Francisco 49ers, who everybody on here knows that he played at LSU, comes over and you can take out a guy like an Alex Angeloni and put Quan Alexander next to DeMario Davis might be one of the biggest steals and you're getting him from a, for a fifth? Here's the biggest thing for this Saints team that I think goes unnoticed. Hey, guys, how many times did you hear Khalil Mack's name yesterday? Seriously, take a step back and ask yourself this question. How much did you hear Khalil Mack's name mentioned in pass rush? You didn't because it was non-existent. So when you ask the simple question of why didn't they go get Patrick Queen... Why didn't they go get this guy? Why didn't they go get that guy? And why did they get Cesar Ruiz, the center out of Michigan? Did you see what he did on multiple occasions against uh, Khalil Mack? Arguably the best, one of the best pass rushers in all of the NFL. This offensive line is starting to come together. They're giving Drew time, they're able to run the football. But man, did y'all see even the tape on Drew's shoulder yesterday? Man, when I saw that to start the game, I was thinking to myself, oh, goodness gracious, great balls of fire. He can't throw the ball deep. And as soon as I as soon as that came out my mouth, and as soon as I told my beautiful wife Megan that. <laughs> I just don't know why they're not trying to force the ball down the field more. This team's gotta find ways to get more explosive. Mark Lagrange says, how about Deontay Harris? Hey, look, he can give you some explosive plays. Maybe give him some, some quick passes, do something. Pastor, uh, Josh Taylor on Facebook says, pass rush was really good too. Hey, man, how bad did they miss Marcus Davenport? You want to know why the Saints went up and traded with the Packers to go get Marcus Davenport? That's why. They need to keep him in the game more. He He needs to get in better shape to be able to stay on the field more. And which we saw when he was on the field generating the pass rush, who did it help? Cam Jordan. And Cam Jordan came up with a big-time sack. Yeah, Dylan Landry, I saw this. The Ole Miss tight end, the freshman. Dylan, what was his name again? I should have started off the show with that. Was released from the hospital, test came back all clean. Uh, Ole Miss tight end in practice today, got hit. Uh, was still, didn't move, really scary scene, went to the hospital and just got released. So that's really good. Uh, Blaine Smith says, Zach Bond is nowhere to be found, though. Yeah, he's not, and I don't know why. I don't know why. He is a rookie, third-round pick uh, out of Wisconsin. That That is a little interesting. Uh, look, CJ Carter-Johnson... Does anybody in football like C.J. Gardner-Johnson? You got Mike Thomas, your $100 million wide receiver, getting in fights with him. You got uh, Javon uh, Wims getting in a fight with him, throwing punches. Man, C.J. Gardner-Johnson's getting under people's skin, y'all. And from a defensive player, I absolutely love that. At least we just, we spent 45 minutes talking about the fight from the Saints, I mean, fight from LSU, at least somebody on the Saints has it. At least somebody on the Saints has those gojones. Uh, Demarcus Thomas. Yeah, that's right. Demarcus Thomas. All right, guys. Well, we're going to call it uh, for tonight. Let's see. Real quick, says Stephen Miller, can you believe that Ed is giving this team four days off this weekend? No. Um, yes and no. Yes and no. It's typical of how the season's going, huh? What you gonna say, Dawg? I mean, Ed Ed probably wants uh, off more time than than the players do right now. If you get my drift. Colin Thibodeau says uh, C.J. Garner Johnson said that man hits like a female <laughs> on Twitter. I saw that. That dude don't care, bro. That dude don't care. All right, guys, we're gonna get on out of here. But before we get out of here, don't forget to go see all of our great sponsors, Mister Woody Clark over at Robertson Brothers for Mister John Patton. As well. And don't forget our good friend, Mr. Mike Bazil, Guys, if you live for it, you better plan for it. 504 343 1576. 504 343 1576. And our good friends over at GM Varnando and Sons. Guys, my name is Blair Rafino. This is AYS. Y'all have a good night. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts.